0: Hello NRL fans and welcome back to the NRL Rewind Podcast. I'm your host Matt Namowski, and welcome back to our 2021 season preview series. Today we'll be looking at Team 2 from the 2020 seasons, the Melbourne Storm. When we saw the Storm last, 16 wins, 4 losses and a 2nd place finish. The big storyline heading into 2021, no doubt it's Cam Smith. Obviously the first time since two thousand and two the club legend will not be at the club. Probably the greatest player in rugby league history. Not only that, couple that with potentially the last season for Craig Bellamy as the coach. The greatest coach potentially in the NRL. It's just a lot of unknowns for this team. When you look at when you always looked at the Melbourne Storm, first name on the team list was number nine. He's not there. Obviously, you bring in someone like a Harry Grant that we'll talk about in a little bit, but it's 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 a huge storyline I think obviously has been spoken about, but not not to the extent I thought it would. When any type of sport, when you know this is the this is the Tom Brady of the NRL, this is the the Michael Jordan of the NRL. This is that's and that's obviously may sound huge, but it's really it's really not. That that's how this is. Since 2002, he has been there. He has been, you know, since 2006, one of the best players in the league. And it's undisputed that for over 400 games, he was the man. And the fact that that man is not there and so much of how this team played, their identity was all wrapped around Cam Smith. The way they attacked, the way they defended, their goal kicking, their get-out-danger kicks, their their mentality, their all, all those type of things was all Cam Smith. And then... Again, couple that with now the coach, the coach that brought you to prominence and to really be the, the milestone, the the, the the flag bearer for what a coach should be may be his last season. It's just, it's something that I think when we're looking at the 2021 season, to me, the, the no Cameron Smith is probably one of the biggest storylines for a team heading into a comp that I can remember. It's just, I don't think there'll be another Cam Smith and the fact that this team's about to go on their first adventure without them. It's gonna be very interesting. So, what's new for 2021 for Melbourne? Let's look at the gains. They got George Jennings, Remus Smith, and Harry Grant back from his loan deal. The losses, Cameron Smith, Big Tino, Vunavalu, Shandel Earl, and Ricky Latelli. So again. Some very nice signings with uh, a couple of depth signings on the outside backs for George Jennings and Rima Smith to replace Vunivalu. Cameron Smith, again, we spoke about it. Huge loss. Harry Grant coming back into the fold. Just the Melbourne Storm thing to do. We know them as the fullback factory. Just churning out fullbacks. But now they're basically going to go from 2002 to 2032. They're going to have a 30-year run. With basically two generational hookers, so the rich get it richer. But again, it's not by it's not by fluke. They, these guys know what they're doing. They they get they get it done year in year out. They're top notch. So again, when you, when you talk about losing someone like a Cameron Smith and potentially losing a a Craig Bellamy to just you know pick up the pieces and go okay who, who's the next guys off the block when Billy Slater left this club and they just bring in. Jerome Hughes, Scott Drinkwater, Ryan Pappenhausen. You know, these are, these are the things. Like, you lose a Cooper Cronk. The Brodie Croft experiment doesn't work, so you bring in Jerome Hughes and put him in at halfback. These are the type of things that these type, these clubs do. So with the gains and the losses, let's look at my potential starting 17 for Melbourne. At fullback, Ryan Pappenhausen, a little puppy. On the wings, Josh adder and Remus Smith. In the centers, Justin Olam and Brenko Lee. In the halves, Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes. In the front row, Jesse Bromwich and Christian Welch. Harry Grant and Hooker. The back row is Kenny Bromwich, Felice Kafusi, and Brandon Smith. And on the bench, Dale Finucane, Nelson Asafa Solomona, Tui Kamakamika and Nico Hines with coach Craig Bellamy. So again, uh, similar to the Roosters, it's the first time in, in a couple of years you look at this side and you go, okay, I've got some battles here. So... Starting with the winger spot, so who's replacing Vunavalu? I've got Remus Smith starting over George Jennings. I think Remus Smith showed in a Bulldogs team that did not have much attack and much potency. He was still he was one of those guys that when the ball when he was around the ball things happened. I think you know when you bring a player from a team like that into a team of champions and a team that has a, a certain structure and a hierarchy of how things get done, that they lift. So to me, Remus Smith is one of the is somebody, when we we're talking back at the end of the season to go, who's the top signings of the season, I think he'll be a, he'll be one of those names to me. We'll talk about it in my bold predictions podcast, but I'm I'm very bullish on Remus Smith this year. I think George Jennings will get obviously get run because Adokar will play Origin. So he he will get the, he will get a spot eventually. But I think Remus Smith will get the starting spot on that edge and he won't give it up. Looking further down the list, obviously Harry Grant coming into the 9. And I have got Brandon Smith at 13. So, it's all but confirmed. Uh, Brandon Smith is looking for a new club and there's clubs on the in the radar and basically it's already done. I think Craig's going to go, Brandon, you're not going to play 9 here. I know you played 9 for your country, but play 13. You know, you, could, you and Harry can switch it around during the game if you need... To me, I think he's gonna give Brandon the start to say, "Look, you you need a start. He give this is your this is your team. Try and try and make this work." I think for Fanukan Dale is one of those guys where he's just gonna put the club first. He might shuffle into a middle rotation. I, I think for the, what Craig will do, he's gonna moved it Fanukan to the bench and say, "Brandon, have a run. See if you still want to be in this team." Rest of the full pack's pretty set, obviously. You've got Bromwich and Welch up front, Bromwich and Confusi in the second row. The bench, I think, has nailed itself. I think Solomona is just such a game wrecker. Did start a couple of other games at Lock last year, but I think off the bench just adds so much. Kamo Kamika as well. And then Nico Hines. I think Nico Hines has now established himself in this 17. If Pappenhausen goes to play, Origin, if there's any injuries, any rest. Even you know Cameron Munster, you can slot Nico in at six. There's things around this team now that they they can do with Nico Hines. He's one of one of those guys where you just go, you know. Especially as a Parramatta fan, I look and go, what I would do to have a Nico Hines in my team. So, I think one to seventeen again. They're just gonna be they're gonna be there. There's no doubt in my mind that this team. You know, you can lose the Tom Brady of the NRL. You can lose the Michael Jordan of the NRL. And I don't think they're gonna miss a beat. I think it's just one of those teams. They're gonna get it done. Craig Bellamy's not gonna let, especially if it's his last season. They're, they're all gonna know before the season. He'll tell them he's not gonna make. It, he won't make a show off it. He's just gonna. He'll tell them, and then they're just gonna come out and light the world on fire. It's it's a younger team this year, so I guess let's move on to the positives. So to me, we spoke about the quality around this side, but it's a young team. When you really look at the key pieces. Pappenhausen, Munster, Hughes, Grant, uh, Brandon, Nico. Like, you just look at those guys. Like, you know, the four-pack's pretty established in terms of a lot of veterans. But for, for what this team is going to do, it's it's a lot of youth. It's a lot of guys who just have legs and they're going to run. and They're going to make things happen. So there's just so much quality. And again, you can have a great coach that can coach up a game plan and, you know, inspire the troops which Craig does better than anyone, but the thing that just pushes him over and this team over the edge, the quality. When you've got the quality and you've got the guys who want to be the best and they are the best, then you can't. You, there's not much you can do. Spoke about it as with the 1-17, but one of the strongest benches in the con. When you just look at it on paper, how well I've got it, Fanukan, Solomona, Kamakamika and Hines. Just so much go-forward, so much know-how, so much explosiveness in Hines. Just love, love the fit of it, especially if Brandon does move back into the fourteen jersey. Again, this is even more variety. So lo- love the the quality of the bench, but for me, the, the the positive, the premiers. So yes, no Brand, no Cameron Smith, but this is a premiership winning side, and to me, the the biggest positive is Cameron Munster. This is now, I think, the hierarchy of this team now. Cameron's gone. It's now going to go to the other Cameron. I think Munster's going to be in for a huge season. If there was any doubts about if he's a big game player, you look at Origin. Game one, he plays, they win. Game two, he gets injured at the start, they lose. Game three, he plays, they win. He just he's a big game player. I think he's shown, you know, starting as a smaller fullback, he's moved into the six. He's just got total command when he's out there. When he's on the field, he picks his moments so well. You know, you might go, okay, I haven't seen Munster for five minutes, then bang. He just, he knows, okay, I'm, I'm not going to win the game every set. He's one of those players that I just love watching because, very similar to how, and again, I don't, a lot of people won't see the comparison, but the way that uh, Cooper Cronk really controlled a game, to me, Cameron doesn't have the the control of controlling every aspect of the game, but he controls, he's he tries to bring the, the game at his speed. He, he's not going to bull rush out of the gate and really burn himself out. He's in a, you know, if that 25 to 31-minute mark. You know, there may not be anything happening. It's turned into a bit of a back and forward. He, He's not going to go for the explosive play. He'll pick his spot, and then when he does, there's not many better than the game when he just says, okay, it's my turn. So love, love, love Cameron Munster this year. We'll go through it again in our bold predictions pod, but to me, he's just, there's going to be, at the end of this season, you're going to look back and, every year kind of go oh, who was the couple of players from this from this league who really defined that year and he'll be the he'll be the number one player on that list. I've got no questions about that, especially now that it's his side. So what's missing? What's the problems with his side? No Cam Smith is obviously number one. Again, their their whole it's not a stretch to say their whole structure and their playing style was built around Cameron Smith. The way, you know, they sometimes playing at pace, the way they attacked in the in the red zone in the in the in the opposition twenty. All built around Cameron Smith, deception out demi half, short balls, unders, all all these different things. You know goal kicking, he wanted it, you know, he was so smart. Like, you know, even that we talk about that Roosters Storm classic, you know, being able to coax the penalty. Like there's just so many things that Cameron does on a field that, yes, this team's got a lot of quality, but again it's it's those intangibles that a guy like Cameron Smith, you don't really replace. Origin period. So, again, similar to the Roosters, we just kind of go through this team right now and just call out the names Pappenhausen, Ado Carr, Brenco, Munster, Grant, Welch, Kafusi, Fanucan can all, all be playing Origin this year. So, again, it's going to be one of these teams where a lot of young guys will come in. You know, you're going to see your Cooper Johns. You're going to see George Jennings. You're going to see Nico come into the starting side. You're going to be getting the turnover. You know, you're going to get your Tom whos to come in. But again, they've, they've done it for a couple of seasons now. They're going to come in. They're going to do their job. But it's just something to monitor because, again, you're going to have to maybe rest a Pappenhausen and a Munster for an extra game that you want to. But again, this isn't this isn't a team that's going to go out and bull rush to try and win a minor premiership. They, they know what the goal is. Um. So there's no issues. and But the, the the last one I've got as a problem is the goal-kicking. So right now, it's between or and Munster, it seems, of who's on a goal-kick. Cameron Smith, you know, a good goal-kicker, a good one. What Wasn't one of the best, but a good, and especially in, in a crunch situation, was not shy of taking the kick. So it'll be interesting to see in a tie game if goal-kicking does come into play, like I said it would with the Roosters. Just about finding, make sure your goalkeeper has the confidence to knock him over. And again, it's a couple of guys last seasons potentially. You obviously, got Addo Carr confirmed to be going next year. Brandon Smith looks like he's going next season. Could be Craig Bellamy's last season. So, it's a couple of guys. You know, Jesse Bromish towards the end of his career. So, it's one of those things where not so much a problem. But again, it's, you know, when, when you throw a lot of emotion and extra... You, you really, really want it. you know that It could really drain a side when they're trying to... It can either drain them or it can be positive. So we'll see how it plays out with the Storm. But let's go to my 2021 predictions for Melbourne. I've got them finishing first. I think that's the class side. Yes, they're not going to try and rush for a premiership. Yes, they're going to have a lot of players out during your origin. But it's just it's just one of those sides where you, know, you can take out five players. You can bring in the next five players. They're going to get the job done. It's just the, the, it's the way they play. It's the it's the culture down there. And again, when you've got this many game breakers in a, in a side, and to me, I think you now got the best... You will have the best player in the NRL again. Um, it's, it's no question to me that they're going to be the, the, the team to beat. So, moving on from Cameron Munster. Moving with Cameron Munster, I should say. Top point scorer, most improved, NMVP. I'm giving it to Munster. Again... He will be the best player in the comp by the end of this season. I think he's had the tutelage under Cameron Smith. Not only has it done that he's played, he's won an origin side for his state. It, to me, he's just got he's got everything that you want to be as a as a modern playmaker. He's got the size, the speed, the aggression, he's got the smarts of when to pull it back when required. To me, he's just one of those guys that is just he's he's the total package. So He's he's just going to be he's everything for Melbourne this year, and I think he's going to do a tremendous job. Top try scorer Josh Adokar, I think the Fox in his last season is going to score some tries, especially down that Cameron Munster edge. When you look at the edge of Munster, uh, Bromwich, Olam and Adokar, just screams points, screams opportunity. So for me, it's going to be one of those ones where Adokar is going to go out with a bang. And my most disappointing, I'm just going to give it to Felice Kafusi. I think. Still, still a fine player, but obviously from where he was a couple of years ago, I think he has dropped a little bit. And there's not really that guy in this in a in a second row spot to really take his place and really push him to the next level. But again, on his edge, running off Jerome Hughes, there's he's still gonna be a very quality player. Still plays Origin, obviously, but I think if they had a if they had a real damaging edge if we were talking about Kofusi from three to four years ago on that edge it adds another dimension to this side where you just don't know which side of the ruck they're really going to attack and uh pull the focus on so we'll see what happens there and that will do it for the storm guys thanks for tuning in our next podcast is team one from the 2020 season it's the Penrith Panthers so thanks for listening drop a like continue listening and have a great day cheers